We're here. We're live. Hi, we're we're live, and uh, we're already starting off hot in the chat. Starting off hot in the chat. Do not do not type that into anything. Uh, this is Loserly's Wrestling. Thank you all so much for joining us. This is Loserly's Wrestling. This is the woos and what's of AEW Dynamite. My name is Red Jefferson. I'm here with Roy Hammer. Hey-o. But we got some new setups going on right now. Yeah, we I do. Think we're, pretty- we're both standing. We're, and we look great. We're, we're feeling great. the energy. I'm feeling yeah. the energy. Thank you all so much for joining us. We're standing up. We're talking because what we're excited. We're excited about uh, this episode that happened just now. Um, boy, I have some thoughts, but not all of them bad. All right. All right. You know? Yeah. I think AEW has gotten into this habit uh, the last few weeks of getting really like hot, ju- hot start and going like their first hour is always been, has been really, really strong and really, really exciting. And then the show kind of trails off a little bit. Sure. Not this week. I feel like this week started strong, ended strong. We got a surprise and not the surprise we were all thinking, which yes. is the good kind of surprise. We did get a surprise. I have some issues with the surprise. I have a little bit of an issue with it as well. And I think we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that today on the woos and what the, the woos and what's you know it's just like that i almost say weekly russell um but let's let's uh, get into it uh, and then sound off, by the way please sound off in the chat yeah. let us know how you're doing let us know how you're feeling i'm still trying to get my setup right because i want everything even though i have multiple monitors now i want everything on one <laughs> <laughs> did you there yeah, we'll talk about that off off yeah, air so, i was gonna so, ask you a question about your job did you so that you have like a stipend and it finally came through and you got all this fancy stuff now i just went for it I just I went that. for it. I just decided, want to let, uh, I'm going to try to, I'm going to buy all the things and I'm going to throw it in there and see if they pay me back. And they did. They did. That's excellent. And, and this stuff's yours forever. I, I said I have back issues. <laughs> That's mine. That's mine. <laughs> Red Redlets, the back issue, man. Stop. What did you just oh, say? my God. I don't what know. did you just say? Hey, no one's watching yet. No one's watching yet. <laughs> they, it's in perpetuity. <laughs> Christ's sakes. I blew it. I blew it. I'm Ooh. sorry. That was an accident. That was, that was big, an actual that accident. That was a big po- 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 <laughs> All right, guys. We have to start talking about this show. It's a big show. We got a lot to talk about. It starts off. This is Beach Bash. With beach Break? Beach Break. Beach Break. Yeah. This is beach I feel break. so bad. I'm so sorry. We'll keep going. I just have to no, apologize I'll, I'll, We'll talk. Oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no. It's a, we're, we're talking about Beach Break. Thank you we're all so much about for joining. Beach break. Sound off what you think about Beach Break. But we start off with a ladder match to start mm. the show. Uh, a spicy hot ladder match. It's between Cody Rhodes and Sammy Guevara. And um, do we want to, let's just talk about the match. Let's talk yeah. about the match. A lot happened in there. A lot of big moves. I thought it was a pretty good uh, match for what it was. Are you, are you, are you, what, you got distracted there? I, I see. I have, I have our, our stream down here. I got to sure. raise it. Uh, I actually really enjoyed this match. I, I got to give credit where credit is due. I think Sammy did a really good job tonight. There's a couple of things that bother me, of course, mm-hmm. about him specifically. But overall, I thought the match was good. I thought Cody was really good tonight also. And the crowd, I don't know if it was Cleveland specifically or if all of his shots at the WWE is making him more of a baby face and more people are cheering him. But it sounded like he was getting cheered a little bit more. And did you notice that in, class, in classic John Cena fashion, the crowd was chanting, let's go, Cody. Cody sucks. Yeah, no. One of the thing is, I think there's, I think the fact that he's showing more that he doesn't care, yeah, uh, and yeah, he really doesn't. I think once that now people are just like, oh, whatever, we like him, we don't like him, <laughs> and it's on the fence. And this is what's perfect about this is that he could ride this line for a long time yeah. now before yeah. they make a decision to do any one thing one way or another. We have a comment here, Atticus, Atticus, where have you been? Yeah, where, where you have been? you been? Big, long time fan of the show. Honestly, at one point. Uh, uh, I, we had Atticus on the show. We had Atticus on the show early days of uh, Loser Leaves Wrestling. Uh, Atticus says, "How dare you surprise? Uh, how dare you? The surprise was perfect, and the surprise, honestly, the surprise itself. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, what, the moment was perfect. It was absolutely. The moment was perfect. Absolutely. And we're we're going to get to that. Um, but yeah, we get a lot of big moves in this match. We get first thing, uh, Cody's as we mentioned." Dancing between this uh, this special character that he is with some heel taunts and a handshake in the beginning. Um, uh, I, 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 I did. They had some big moves. Let's talk about the standing suplex. Standing uh, suplex, the, the awesome. Suplex on the ladder. Really awesome. Pretty, uh, pretty fancy stuff. Then we get the Sammy Cutter, 
the springboard Sammy cutter. That's uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. It really, it is. It's the best ladder spot I've maybe ever seen. I know that's saying a lot, but like in ring ladder spot with no one like flying off the ladder, like no big spots, like out of the ring or anything, just a move done with a ladder. That is the best move that's ever been done in the history of wrestling. It was, it was effortless. So it was beautiful. I don't like Sammy Guevara, but mm. I loved that move. I yeah. loved it. I, uh, Loser Lee's Wrestling is not a fan of Sammy Guevara. We have turned on Sammy Guevara entirely. John Buseman's in the chat. Loser Lee's Hauser. <laughs> 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 we can't wait to talk about it. We're going to talk about it, John. Don't leave. Uh, um, but then they get some really uh, stupid thing in the match. What was Fuego Do Sol doing out there? I hate that, too. Yeah. What the Why? hell was Fuego Do Sol doing out there? There was ab- absolutely no reason for him to be out there. He didn't serve a spot. He didn't, uh, didn't lead into anything. It was no. Can you think of any reason why they told him to go out there and take a tiger driver, other than to look like shit, look like a dumb shit, and make Sammy look worse? Make Sammy look bad, yeah. And that's what happens here. It's like the same thing in that Dustin match where he was like suddenly set up a table on the outside. It's like, what do you get out of here? Will you leave me alone? Get off my television. Get off. I think it's this this whole thing in like. I, I don't know if you ever see Brian Danielson's Twitter, but he hates Sammy, which I love Good. Uh, because Sammy has a vlog and he thinks vlogs are a giant waste of time, yeah. Yeah, which yeah. I love. But I think it has something to do because I guess Cody's on Sammy's vlog and Fuego's like a good friend of his. And there's a uh, sometimes on Dark, Fuego will tag with Fuego, too. And rumor has it that might be Cody Rhodes. So there's some yeah. like ties between everything. But. I don't need it. I don't want it. Not in this match. Honestly, it was real dumb. Uh, John Buseman writes, the stunner was all-time highlight reel stuff. Yes, they're going to be playing that for a while. That's going to be Jeff Hardy getting speared off the ladder for that. Yeah. I mean, the fact that he – not only did he jump off a ladder to hit that move perfectly, but he jumped off the turnbuckle, landed perfectly on the very top of the ladder, and then jumped off the very top of the ladder to hit that move. I mean, after what we saw a few days ago – and a lot of wrestlers struggling with ladders. It's incredible yeah, to watch well, him do that. Absolutely. The things he could do with his body are amazing. Too bad he can't sell punches. Um, <laughs> that's one thing I noticed in this match. He doesn't know how to sell a punch. Um, but then we get a GTH on the outside, which looked amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. The, honestly, I really like that move and I'm liking it more and more. Uh, John writes, uh, Fuegon Dos. Uh, I think Fuego Dos. Yeah, right? I burped right into the mic. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, podcast listeners. Ooh, smash the like button. We already got a smash, and we need to keep that going. Um, but uh, then we get up. Uh, my internet cut out at the last second, but I missed them grabbing. You're not the who won? So, yeah. So, essentially, <laughs> we get a big senton off the ladder. Yeah. A big senton off the ladder, which no one sold. You know, no that's my issue. Sold. My issue with these types of spots in this match, the, the all of the giant spots that they had that all looked really good, especially that senton spot looked so painful. The ladder did not give, but Sammy literally just bent in half. Like, uh, is that you're on TV, so you don't have the time to sell these moves properly because you've got to get this match done. So you're hitting all these big moves and everybody sells really hard for like 10 seconds and then they just get up and they keep going. You know what you do? Cut the moves in half. Don't do as many of them. There could have been, uh, I just, it, it, it takes away from the move when uh, you're selling longer for a Cody clotheslining you over the barricade than you do from falling 15 feet onto a person. Like that looks bad. And then Cody immediately got up. Cody right. immediately got up and ran yeah. up the ring. So how did that last spot on the, uh, the top of the, the ladder go? I missed that. They, they climb up. There, there's some punches, and then Sammy took the like triangle with the two la- with the two belts on it, and swung it and hit Cody with one of the belts, and Cody fell off the ladder. Why would it, it would have just been better if he hit that move slowly but surely, climbed up and got it right? Does anybody? I was going to ask you this, and maybe you remember. I there was definitely a match that ended that way, like a, a famous ladder match ended with like one guy hitting the other guy with the belt, and I'm trying to remember what it is, and it's driving me crazy. I want to say it's Jericho. Uh, that's what I want to say it is, but I think that was like a tug of war. I think it was a tug of war, and then Jericho hit Sean with the belt, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It's don't driving know. me nuts. I just felt like it should have, it would have been better if they ended right after the senton. Uh, the senton and Cody, uh, then uh, Sammy, maybe hurt still, just tries to get in the ring fast and then climbs up. Less climb, like, uh, climactic than a back and forth, but you just yeah. had such a big move. Why waste right. it? Why right. waste yeah. it? Yeah. 
Uh, but Sammy gets the belts. Are we happy about this? I was going to ask you how you feel about it. Were you surprised? I, like I was surprised. I, I was, was surprised. I just thought there's uh, there's more opportunity with Cody because yeah. uh, I don't think of Sammy as a he wasn't a good champion. <laughs> I, he was he was a standard. I call him the Rob Van Dam TV champion style champion in the sense that Rob RVD held that TV title in ECW for like a year and a half, never had a feud, just fought guy after guy after guy. I mean, I guess he feuded with Jerry Lynn. I guess he had a few matches with Jerry Lynn. But that feud was just based on the fact that they had a good match, so they just kept having good matches. Like Sammy, also like there's no heat to his title reign. He just had good matches with good like good wrestlers. And that's what's going to continue happening. I almost think it's more interesting that Cody doesn't have the title because now he's opened it to whatever he wants. And who knows where he's going to go from here? I have zero idea. Uh, And then hopefully Wardlow just eventually beats Sammy for the title. I mean, that's my prediction. We'll get to him. Uh, (laughs) uh, John writes, they also did a crossroads off the ladders that looked pretty nasty too. Yeah. It it did look really nasty. And also that uh, gourd buster onto the open ladder. The ladder was open and then it just cut up like it didn't cut but like it looks so painful so brutal 190 pounds on there not good but we get the win there and then uh fuego comes out to celebrate after he just got tiger driven uh what a waste <laughs> of life uh, no not life no boner he's, he's a boner though real boner <laughs> uh but then next uh we get uh, uh tony shivani was invited to the beach uh to talk to team taz and who do we get we get powerhouse hobbs and a beautiful fur oh. coat Fantastic. A beautiful fur coat, and we get uh, a Ricky Starks looking like he just got off the slopes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he was a skating strum there. It was Love the vibe. Uh. Real, real bougie vibes from these two, which is very interesting. Team Taz just seems like a they, they train in a shithole. Like, I just feel like they're yeah. training in a basement. But Ricky they, Starks brought style to Team Taz and is sharing it with everyone else. That's why Dante is always going to dress like shit because he left Team Taz. Yeah. Yeah, Dante should always look like shit. Uh, I don't know what they should that. <laughs> but, uh, but we get Hobbs wants Dante and Ricky wants Lethal. Uh, finally, let's let's keep that right. Lethal thing really going. Fantastic. And yeah, Dante uh, versus Hobbs, so I could see that a million times. Absolutely. It's just a Absolutely. great match. It's the um, uh, Deeb Hikaru Shida of the men's division. What's going on here? Getting fuzzy. <laughs> you see this fuzzy? You are getting a little fuzzy. A little what's bit. Going on? No, it's auto-focusing. That's the Is issue. It? Yeah, because this fancy camera likes to autofocus. <laughs> how, how do you fix that? Focus? Focus. Is there a focus on it? What camera did you get? There we go. What? The same one. The same, same one? one? Interesting. Jesus, this is driving I, Maybe it's the lights in the background that's messing it up. It's not. Like, the... <laughs> <laughs> do not take these away from me. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> You're trying to. Uh, next up, we get Wardlow. Wardlow. Yeah. Uh, Wardlow versus Elijah Dean. Uh, and uh, James Alexander, <laughs> Dean uh, and Alexander, what? Dean and Alexander. I don't yeah. know. That's what they called him. That's the announce team called him. It was bad. Um, so we get uh, Spears was told when Wardlow was coming out. Spears was just like, "Hold back, I sit back here, relax." I did not like that. I feel I like they really blew it here. I mean, we'll get into when they really blew it. But he's over. I mean, this is his hometown. They're, they do. The, you know what AEW does that I think is really weird. They did it last week. They're doing it again this week. I think. They cut to a wrestler's a wrestler's family and friends in the crowd, but they don't say it. Like they cut when like Jade fought. I don't like that. I think it's weird. When Jade fought Anna Jay on Rampage last week, Jade's daughter was in the crowd. They cut to her like four times. But the announcers never acknowledged who she was. They just didn't say anything. And it's like you could just be like, oh, there, there's Jade's daughter. That's all you need to say. Just like all of these random people in mayhem sweatshirts could have just told us that's his parents. Could have just told me that. Yeah, I, I, I guess I like it for some people. I'd, I'd like it for Jade, but I don't want to know who Wardlow's related to. <laughs> uh, Wardlow power bombs the shit out of these two people. Power bombs again. I'm telling you right now, and I'm calling it. Within three months, he's gonna get booed. He's gonna get booed because this is a stale fucking thing. You don't have anything to grow on. He's doing the same thing every time. You can't get better or bigger with this. And he doesn't have the personality to pull off anything else at the moment. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong. I just wonder if this is what he'll be doing in three months. He'll make some type of advancement, but it's going to be really strange. Tonight was their night. Tonight was their night to pull the trigger, and they didn't pull the trigger. And we'll talk about it. But just, yeah. I'm sorry. I just saw Buseman's uh, most recent chat. We have uh, Team Taz wet. 
they're dripping. Uh, then just swing it. Just so swing good. a great T-shirt. That's the highlight I, of that segment. Yeah, it's honestly, I'm, I'm upset that they like like they don't understand what they have in Spears and Wardlow, which is where the money's at. Honestly, like Wardlow's money, if they use them properly, I think Spears and him as like a odd couple tag team or just a, not even a tag team, a parent. You Spears never has to wrestle. Just come out and be that lunatic guy that's just like, let me at him, let me at him. And then Warlow's just like, chill. I'll just powerbomb him first. You know that. <laughs> let them have that. It's just, I, I feel like it's a, it's it, it, it they're, they're, they don't know what they have there. You, you don't feel that way. I agree. I agree. I think I think they don't know what they have in Sean Spears in general. I think they do behind the scenes, but they don't know what they have in front of the camera. I think he's underutilized. And I don't think you know what you have in front of the camera. Hit the smash button. Smash the <laughs> smash button. Uh, smash it real good. Um, like the smash button, please. And uh, we got to move on. We got to move on. Um, we oh, we got, yeah, just one um, Next up, we get uh, the inner circle. Ever heard of them? Uh, versus 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. Uh, and uh, right now there's tension. Tension is high in the inner circle. Uh, first thing, I'm a little upset that they uh, they came out together. So inner circle came out together, which I thought was a missed opportunity for just to hear uh, the Proud and Powerful's music for once. Yeah. Because I honestly, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, I, I can't think of it in my head. So uh, I wish they came out separately, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. I just remembered it now. But yes. Yeah. What does it do? What do they do? If I was proud, then I would be powerful. Is that proud really? And, uh, something like that. It's close to No, it. it's not. Yes, it is. It's not that lame. They wouldn't I'd, do that. Yes, it is. It's, uh, yeah. Lame. At least it used to be. If I don't I know if it's still proud, is. I would be so powerful. <laughs> something like that. Powerfully something like that. proud. Here we go. <laughs> Power, proud. Proud and powerful. Um, All right. But well, then they come out. And there's tension. As we discussed, there's tension. And they don't want to tag in Jericho. They don't want to tag in Jericho. As a matter of fact, every time Jericho tags in, they tag him back out. Keep him on tag the him outside. And uh, then we get this uh, like back, a little back and forth. Not a real nothing of a match, to be honest. I, I barely paid attention to it, right? Interesting. Interesting. I mean, it was like, a, it, it was, I go back and forth, right? Like, there are matches on AEW that are nothing, for sure. But if I'm invested in the wrestlers and want something good for them in the near future, I pay attention to the match a little bit more. And I really want a lot for Santana and Ortiz right now. So I was paying attention to the match. And I got to tell you, this is the best Santana and Ortiz has looked like as a tag team, as a unit. And it was probably intentional in a very long. They did so many like sweet little double team spots. Mm, sure. And also 2.0 looked pretty good, too. Like they actually got some offense in. They actually did like a couple of spots. It wasn't just heat. They did some actual like kind of like tag team moves and stuff. Also looked good. It was what it was. I guess I was just distracted by the Jericho thing. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I was a little distracted by the Jericho thing. But I I will say that I feel like uh, Ortiz, Ortiz, when he, when I first saw him in AEW, I thought he was a maniac. I loved it. He had like big hair and he looked like he was like crazy. And he'd yeah. like bite shit, like bite shit. Yeah. And he was yeah. like a nuts guy. And Santana was the cool one, you know? Yeah. He was the one that like kind of calms him down. He's kind of my friend. Watch out for Ortiz. He's this feisty guy that'll bite you. Uh, but ever since like somewhere in the inner circle, they just, they feel just so soft. Ortiz feels so yeah. quiet, contained. contained. And I just really want to see that come out uh, because I really like them. Uh, yeah. I do think the face paint should be saved for special occasions. I agree with that. They're warm I agree with that. And don't yeah. do the drip. You're just looking more like Sting and Darby. Like, there's too much of that. And now Danhausen? <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> we'll get to it later. But there's too many people with the black and white face paint. Uh, you know what I mean? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but we get at the end of this match, we get uh, Chris Jerick with the Judas effect uh, on the outside, uh, helping uh, Santana and Ortiz get the victory. Um, which I'm not sure where they're going with it, but it's uh, they are breaking up, which is nice. Yeah, I think they're also killing time until Eddie gets back from injury. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, John Buseman in here. I want Garcia and Hirsch to tag up. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about Hirsch in a little bit. Where yeah. I'm excited for it. Um, but um, yeah, I would love to see. I, I just, I do kind of like this pairing right now. I think Hirsch belongs in Team Tennis. I think there's just no doubt in my brain that she belongs with Team Taz because honestly, he could also be a really good coach for personality wise. You know, he wasn't yeah. able to do much with Brian Cage, but I think he's, he could do something. Brian you know? Cage is a lost cause. Brian Cage is a lost cause. He's. Uh, I um, also want to point out. I forgot to mention this. Marching on the state capitol, <laughs> <laughs> defending the XPW champion. Why don't you try and mask these muscles on the machine? <laughs> 
wrestlers can win me over with their gear, like per match, you know. Cody's gear for this uh, championship match, love love the black tights. They're fantastic. You mentioning Layla Hirsch reminded me of that because I also really liked Layla Hirsch's gear. The white boots are fantastic. We'll talk about that later. You love love white boots. Give me Um, the white boots all day. uh, Next up, we get uh, uh, Jake uh, the Snake saying two words, Lance Archer saying a few more words, and then Hangman saying the last words. Uh, A little promo talking about their fight, which is now a Texas death match. A Texas death match, and I think we've discussed on this show. Uh, show. Uh, is, has there ever been a good Texas death match? Hey, maybe in, in two weeks we'll find out. Answer the know. question, Roy. You're dodging. <laughs> I don't think so. I didn't do the research yet. I meant can someone to. can someone reach out uh, reach out to us personally in the, in the chat and the email loserleaguespod at gmail dot com. Let us know if you've ever seen a good death match. No, a good Texas, good Texas death, match. death match because this account afterwards anticlimactic. Can I bring something up though? Can I bring up an interesting point here? Um, yeah, of course, it's controversial. Uh, with Lance Archer getting a title shot in two weeks in a Texas death match, and uh, Private Party suddenly being the number one ranked tag team, maybe we should just get rid of the rankings. Maybe it's time officially to just get rid of the rankings because yeah, Lance Archer hasn't wrestled hard. in three months. And now he's suddenly going to get a title match. Like maybe we should break, just get rid of him. No, you're going to break TK's poor little heart. He loves his stats. He loves his data. Don't do that to him. Well, maybe he, like it's not something it's not new for us, Roy. That's the, the the those stats. The, those rankings aren't for us. It's for TK. And let him have it. Yeah, he can have it. That's he doesn't fine. have a lot. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't have a lot. Um, we got uh, Joe Redlitz in the chat saying, "Wait, I didn't see tonight's show. Is Dan House in AEW? Uh, who knows? Who knows?" Uh, oh, wait, we got some information here. We're going to get to that in a second. Uh, and then we have uh, Yuskulk Vekplitsk, uh, and uh, they want you to go someplace that you shouldn't go. Um, uh, John Buseman writes, DDP versus Randy Savage. Was that a Texas Deathmatch? That was I, not a Texas Deathmatch. They wrestled three times. And I, either the Great American Bash match, which was their second, or the Halloween Havoc match, which was, which was their third. One of those was a Texas Deathmatch. I, I think it might have been called like a Las Vegas death match or something because was it was it in same, Vegas. Did they have to do the There was the 10, 10 count. count. And it was actually a pin, a, and then 10, 10 count? I believe a, ooh, I don't know if the pin Because that's the thing that bothers yeah, me with yeah. a Texas death match is the pin then the de- the 10 count cuz it just it just kills the heat and it's yeah. 13 seconds to get a win. Yeah. 13 a, a last man standing match is already too much. 13 yeah. seconds you're adding 3 extra seconds on it's too mm-hmm. much. It's too much. But we're getting that match. And I did enjoy the promo when Paige is just like, he challenged me to a what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Paige like, is great. Paige is, yeah, Paige is great. Paige is good. Uh, <laughs> but I am excited for that match, even though I'm not excited for the stipulation. Um, but we'll see how that goes. We'll see how it goes. Um, we get Tony uh, Tony Schiavone with Christian and Matt uh, Hardy. Um, they just keep mentioning ass boys a bunch. Um just kept saying ass boys. Um, yeah. They both uh, fear the ass boys or they're upset with the ass boys. I'm not sure, but they're having a match soon. Uh, did you get any information from this? I couldn't bear to listen. They're fighting on Friday. Jurassic Express is going to beat them and that's going to be that. And then hopefully a uh, private party turns on Matt Hardy and then Jeff Hardy comes back and I get to live out my fantasy. And a uh, private party really is just honestly, I don't know what their deal is, but like they're interrupting Matt during his thing, just saying truth. But like saying it at the wrong times, so it's just like <laughs> we're the number one t- uh, uh, tag team, Truth, and we're going to be there, Truth, <laughs> next week, Truth, and just stop. Just stop. So right, uh, TK is crying on his private plane right now because you don't like the rankings, Roy. Can we please? Can we please not take it out on TK? Tell him to call me. Tell him to give me he's a call. We'll talk about. Oh, he's listening right now. Um, tell call us. Um, moving on, moving on. We got CM Punk comes out. Sam Kong comes out and he's not dressed like he's ready to talk. He's dressed like he's ready to fight. He's dressed like he's ready to fight someone. Um, what's going on there? Um, he's dressed like he's ready to fight someone. He comes out and everyone's cheering and he's just like, you're bored of me yet? He says that thing and that's actually driving me crazy now. The, Are you bored yet? But he turned it around in a good way where he was like, well, I'm bored of me. I'm sick of it. I like I'm it. I'm sick of me talking. Yeah, he is. And then he's like, uh, I, he has the scarf and he wants MJF tonight. All the stuff that MJF comes out. MJF comes out and he's just like saying a bunch of mean stuff about Ohio and how he hates Ohio and how CM Punk, he's going to face him. He's going to face him in Chicago next week, but why not? You're not going to like it because one of what's going to happen. He's just going to do the same thing that he did last time. And he's just going to leave because he's going to lose his smile. 
He's going to lose his smile. He's going to abandon the fans like he did already. And then he made some references to Colt Cabana and the lawsuit. And uh, you, you heard all this, right? I did, but I, well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. No, well, then he's just like, and then uh, Punk's like, well, you're a fan. You were listening to that podcast and you're a big fan and want to wait. You just don't show up. Yeah, you talk a big game, but you don't show up. And then he, that, that's uh, the gist of it uh, up until we get um, uh, the pinnacle coming out. Uh, pinnacle comes out and then now uh, from behind comes spears and they attack him and they beat him down, give him some chair shots and then a power bomb onto the chair. And now this is where I think you're going to come in with a wasted opportunity. What? hundred percent. Okay. Okay. I was right. 100%. The fans are cheering. Well, don't get me wrong. The fans are cheering Wardlow. It's happening right now. Yeah. But the fans were going ape shit tonight for him to turn like they were going nuts this was your opportunity this was when you were going to maximize that pop this was going to be it this was your time and you didn't do it you blew it i guess how would you do it though how would you do it though how would you do it because so this is what happened just painting the picture mjf is like they're beating him down beating up uh cm punk they put him on uh they put him down and then he goes over to wardlow and he's just like Power bomb him. <laughs> yeah, power bomb him, Wardlow. And Wardlow, the entire time he's staying in the back. He's just watching this happen, having this look of just like, well, glad I'm not that guy, that type of look. And then they ask him, and he has this moment of contemplation, and then he power bombs him onto a steel chair. Yeah. Now, you would have done what differently? How I would you have, turn him? I would have, he would have been like, power bomb him. And Wardlow would have done his like, and he would have picked him up for the power bomb. And then power bombed him onto FTR, turned around, knocked out MJF, helped up Punk, Punk GTSs, Sean Spears, Wardlow shoves Punk and leaves. So you want him to use him as a weapon. You want him to yeah. power bomb him into other people. Yeah. And then punch. Okay. That, and then Punk's the type of cat who would have gotten up and been like, good job. Way to go. Way to use me as a weapon. That rules. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing that I want to talk about about this before they blew it from the time that MJF stopped shitting on Cleveland and started talking about punk to when they, the attack happened, that was the best. I, I it's their first initial like back and forth was like iconic and everyone's going to remember it, but this was their best back and forth. This was their best. Yes. Because MJF wasn't doing a bunch of bullshit. MJF wasn't going out of his way to be insulting. Like MJF was just naturally being insulting and he was just shooting dagger after dagger after dagger after dagger. And then Punk, being the crafty veteran that he is and the pure 100% white meat baby face that he is right now, said, rather than be like, I'm going to throw daggers back at you, he was just like, I'm going to be honest with you and I'm going to be honest with the crowd. And he was completely 100% himself in that moment. He wasn't trying to go jab for jab. He already lost the like witty repartee part of this and he knew it. So he just went and was honest. He connected with the crowd. He did the fan thing, which I really, really like because it's a poorly kept secret that MJF fucking loves wrestling. Like he's like, you are a fan dog. Like that's just how it goes. You were listening to that podcast. You paid money to see me. Using all of that is so powerful, and it's the only weapon he has against MJF. That's all he's got, and he used it. And he looked the thing with the fans; just everything was perfect. They needed to throw like this, like hail mary pass to get everyone back invested in that feud after they blew it with this whole Wardlow match. And like these last couple of weeks have been like so so in a build to this. This got me back, and they're doing it in Chicago. And I love that MJF challenged him. It was great. It was really really good. I, I I agree. I I liked everything mo- for the most part. I actually like the beatdown too. I do see what you're saying about Wardlow, but in all honesty, they haven't done it right so far. How are we expecting them to find the right times now? Uh, we have a bunch of comments here. Um, uh, I did see some of the CM Punk promo and beatdown. That was great. Uh, so we're uh, we're there. So we're there a lot. Of, we're there a lot of Danhausen references tonight. Really want them on TV. They did only have one reference with the ass boys, I think. There was a lot yeah, of as far as I know, yeah. Um, uh, John says, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, but MJF was actually talking right to me. <laughs> John, John's a real scam. Uh, more, he really is a real rascal. Um, <laughs> Joe writes, yeah, Warlow should have turned like the Batista thumb down thing years ago. Honestly, that Batista thumb down thing, I ate that shit up. I ate that shit up. When he was <laughs> you said, I hate that shit. I was like, what? That's the greatest. He's giving the thumbs up. 
<laughs> How did you feel about when they did it to Randy Orton? No, I, no, I, 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 I that was fine, but I yeah. just loved it when Batista threw it back yeah. at him. Yeah, it was so it good. Just, and then it became Batista's thing. It's just like, <laughs> 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 it's so good. So good. Uh, problem is they won't have MJF feud with Punk and Wardlow at the same time. Would be fun though. It would be a little distracting from the Punk feud. Yeah. yeah. You're right. You're uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Felt like MJF really had his number. Then Punk came back like a pro. Yeah. Yeah, it really was a great segment, a great talking segment. And we're all happy for it. I think we're doing great so far. Um, yeah. But uh, there's plenty of time to do bad. Let's see what else we got here. They claimed hate John Moxley. They claimed hate John yeah. Moxley. You know that? Did you know that? They I heard. So. They said heard. so. Uh, and which is fine. I think, um, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, Anthony Bowen is going to be facing yeah. Moxley. Is that this uh, week on Rampage? I think so. There's like... A lot of matches on Rampage this week, it feels like. A lot of matches on Rampage. There's two title matches, and there's at least two more matches. There's the Moxley match, and there's like another match, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just noticed that when we look at each other side by side, we look like we're in two different realms. Like, I look like I'm in, like, <laughs> this cartoon world, and you look like you're in this, like, old-timey world from the past. You have all these old-timey photos, and then here I am in Crazyville. This I need is... some lights. I no, feel no, like I, you, I like you look drab. so fun and festive, but I feel very drab. No, no, you look very professional and historic. jeez. Oh, Thank you. <laughs> That's the duality. Um, then we get uh, a Tony... Tony Schiavone with Griff Garrison and Julia Hart. Uh, they're about to talk, and then they get immediately interrupted uh, by um, Smart Mark Sterling. And he's just like, uh, Julia Hart, uh, Jade has specifically chosen you to face for the TBS championship on TNT. Uh, and I, but we have to get, we, we need your signature first because you're a liability with that eye patch. And then Griff starts mansplaining what life is to her. And then she's just like, oh, Griff, I can handle this myself. <laughs> You can't make my life decisions. And she signs up for the match, which I'm excited for her and also for her to wrestle on an eye patch. But honestly, weird, weird choice. Yeah. uh, And uh, I thought this was supposed to feel like, uh, why aren't they treating the TBS championship like they treated the TNT championship? With new wrestlers coming in and and, and, and different people, you know, like having to face every week on TBS. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. That's the thing that bothers me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Why do you really have a TBS championship? Is it not being defended on TBS? Yeah, yeah, drives me nuts. Um, I think this was fine overall because Jade's got a Jade got a squash. You know, Jade's been wrestling too many minutes. Jade recently. do got a squash. Jade just got to squash somebody, and she's gonna squash Julia Hart real good. I every week, similar to Sean Spears, I like Smart Mark Sterling more and more. I think he's a great time. He's not a bad time. I don't. I don't know. Hate him. I just want to know where Vince McMahon is, i.e., Virgil. <sighs> don't tell me. <laughs> um, I love it. We have to talk about the next match: Velvet, Red Velvet, Red Velvet versus Layla Hirsch. And they have a match. There's a women's match right now, which is exciting. We're getting one, our single women's match of the night. Uh, the only one that's allowed at, at any given time. And uh, it, it started off a little sloppy. It started off a little sloppy at first, but then it kind of picked up towards uh, to the, in the middle when they went outside. Uh, and uh, Layla Hirsch, I just love everything. I really do like everything yeah. she does. She yeah. is very green, and you can see it sometimes. But like, I, she just she feels legitimate. She moves like a, like an athlete. Uh, she locks things in real fast, and she's so interesting as a performer. Like the, her aesthetic, how short she is, and how like. Yep. Like a feisty, like a like a Tasmanian devil. Uh, I, I keep I keep saying uh, Kataz, uh, <laughs> and I just and she gets the win here um, when she grabbed the tights for the win, which I don't think was necessary. I think she should have won clean over Red Velvet. Uh, but how, how did you like this match? Uh, I my internet, I had issues with my internet, so I missed the first half. I picked it up when they went to the outside, actually, and I enjoyed what I saw. I liked the story that they're telling. Have you noticed the story as far as like? She hits it. So this is what happened, right? And this is what I noticed. And I thought she was going to lose this match. Uh, she hit a uh, move, some type of impactful move, and then go for it. 
Boom! Boom! <laughs> we, got, we got S and Tony in the chat. Everybody's here. Oh, where are the whole gang? Um, I, I want to know where Swoggle is. Uh, he was replaced by someone better. And then uh, Tony <laughs> says, "Boom!" Very good, very good. S, did you watch the GCW show over the weekend? I'm if assuming. Why else would he bring up Swoggle? Anybody who you don't, when you see someone come out from under the ring randomly, you don't think of Hornswoggle? No, I think that's been done for way before Hornswoggle and way after Hornswoggle. There's a very funny story about Kurt Hennig having to sit under the ring and he taking a shit once. under. There? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he made someone else throw up. I don't remember who it was. Anyway, um, she hits an impactful move, has the pin, but pulls her up. So she wants to make her submit. So she goes for the move. Velvet gets in the ropes. And now she's like, shit, I just blew it. What am I going to do? And so she has to cheat to win. Sure. She's overly confident and overly cocky right now. And I think it's, I hope they keep going with that and it goes somewhere. Mm-hmm. I do too. I hope so too. Um, I do think that Red Velvet. There's an issue with Red Velvet. I think she's got a lot of uh, of good qualities in there. Like I think she she knows she's very athletic. Um, she has like an interesting idea of what her, her her fighting style would be, but she's afraid to get hurt. She is very afraid to get hurt. So when someone's going for a punch, she like ducks it with all yeah. her might, but she sells it though, like she got hit. She's yeah. like always trying to avoid getting hurt. And I understand that reflex. But that's something that you have to tamper down on. You have to cut it out because, like, you have to like, just be a little bit tighter with it. I think that's the issue. We have some comments here. Uh, I want to know where – well, we already said Swoggle. I tried to tell uh, – as uh, Tony writes, I tried to tell Taz to recruit Layla on 2.0 stream, but they did not reply to me. And a couple other watcher, uh, watchers asking, oh, interesting. Why are they avoiding you? Why are they dodging this question? Makes Gotta me feel like the they are going to go for it. Yeah, it makes actually makes me feel that they are going to do that, which would make sense, which would make sense. And great job, Tony, for trying to get some answers. Somebody's got to Joe writes Hornswoggle for the TBS title. Book it, Uh, Joe, Joe, 2004. You're you're being offensive. You're being (laughs) offensive right now. As I wanted, I watched the GCW show. That was the reference. The show was that what every AEW hater imagined AEW to be. Um, Wait, what? Show us what every AEW hater imagined AEW would be. I want go on the reference. I'm conf- I'm I'm not I'm not trying to call you out here, ass. I'm just very confused. How's I think you doing. How's okay, it's a good question. Um, I don't know. That's and Tony says question. they totally dodged it, and they they obviously did. Uh, but right after that match, we get Statlander running out because yeah. she's tired of this nonsense. She's, she's tired, tired of, of Layla, she's tired of Layla Hirsch really uh, uh, being a jerk. Uh, and, and Layla Hirsch is being a jerk. I think we could all agree. Yeah. And, uh, chases her out. And then JR, like an asshole, is just like, what's with this invisible wall? Everyone's just running up the ramp and then they stop at the wall. Did you see it, hear this? No. Because he's making the reference to the fact that when they run up the ramp, they just stop at the base of the ramp and stare down. He's worried about her friend Red Velvet. JR, stop calling out these things that have been in wrestling your entire life ever. Your entire lifetime, and you're calling them out now. I, I could almost understand uh, you being like, "Why are they jumping off the ring when they should be throwing for the pin?" I can almost understand that, but this is just like that's like the worst thing to do. Like, oh, why is there a cameraman talking to them? Why is they catching everything? You're just <laughs> shitting on your your thing. Uh, Joe writes, "Little people have rights." Joe, I'm not going to read your things. You're going to get blocked. <laughs> you're just going to get blocked. <laughs> no, we need Joe. I'm not, you better be careful. I'm not going to stand for it. Um, I didn't see Layla flip off Statlander. That happened? Oh, did she? That's great. Okay. Hey, I'm fine with that. Layla, uh, Tony writes Layla flipped off Statlander. Uh, S writes, the GCW show was what every AEW imagines an AEW show to be. Was um, uh, an overbooked, poorly produced spot fest. I wasn't all that impressed. You're right. GCW was a bad show. It was an overall bad show. And uh, half of, <laughs> uh, uh, well, a third of LLW hates it. Yeah, I I'm I I'm fine with it. I think Moet probably liked it the most. <laughs> is that Keith Lee? Yes, Keith Lee. <laughs> that was good. That was really good. That was pretty good. Limitless. Uh, Bask right. in his glory. Uh, but we're not done there. There's uh, plenty more to be had. House of Black. House of Black had a little uh, nonsensical. Talk I liked it. It was good though. They like so the, the he's basically the priest. Uh, Malachi Black is a priest. 
uh, priest god have the house of black and then uh brody king uh comes out and he's uh and he's uh, and malchus just like y'all gonna be thankful for brody king y'all gonna be thankful and then brody king comes out like hi you're gonna be thankful for us and you better be thankful you yeah. oh badly about the house of black uh <laughs> that's how he sounds uh i, I feel I, like brody I, king... I actually liked i liked his like kind of quiet reserved demeanor yeah, Brody King looks like the head of security for like a Southern televangelist. Head of security for a Southern televangelist. Oh, sure. Oh, I see it. Yeah, oh, I, I think it's a good it. look for him. I like it. I think yeah, they're we're an good interesting friends. team. Me, me and uh, Brody King are good friends. <laughs> uh, when he first uh, when he first signed with AW or rumored to be signed, I reached out to him. I think you all know the story, but I'll say it anyway. I reached out to him just being like uh, on Instagram because he follows me. <laughs> I don't know if you realize he follows me on Instagram, red underscore Jefferson. And uh, he follows me on Instagram. And I messaged him saying, oh, like, is, if the rumors are true, like, uh, congratulations if the rumors are true. If they're not true, f- don't feel the need to respond to this. And he didn't. He didn't respond. So uh, we have a special relationship. Yeah. We're talking code. Uh, Tony says, yeah, agree. S, the GCW show was not that good. You can agree with me too, Tony. Uh, the only good thing of GCW was Jeff Jarrett, and that's pretty bad. That's a very funny point, and it's true. No, actually, X Pac. X Pac was, was really good. X Pac so was Virgil. really great. Uh, S writes, I heard that there was an awesome mini superstar at the MLW taping. Um, what was, uh, what was the mini superstar's name on, um, Lucha Underground? Mascrita Sagrita. Is that it? Yeah. Was it, maybe that's him. Uh, maybe. Um, and, uh, so that was that. Um, but, uh, they, they, they want pack. They want to face pack and they want to beat a pack. Uh, yeah. And pack's and back next week. Pack's back next week. And one way you have to pack your back right into that smash button. <laughs> so, uh, smash that like button, smash it real good. Uh, like the smash, smash, smash. Um, moving on, we got Sammy and Fuego coming out to the ring to do picture and picture. Yeah, do yeah, we yeah. need two Sammy segments? Do we need two Sammy? Se- and not only that. No selling the ladder match that you just had. You just had this ladder match, grueling, backbreaking ladder match, and you're coming out with your bud to do picture in picture. It's so bad, so bad. I was very upset. Yeah, I, I, I I'm over this card thing. This card thing to me worked really well when he first started doing it because he was a bad guy, so he was being weird and shitty. But as soon as he became a good guy, you get. I'm over it get out of here because all the cards in this tonight were all like we did this together this is our tnt oh shit talk it say it say it to the crowd i don't want to read your cards i'm fast forwarding through domino's commercials get over it real dumb i really hate that gimmick uh joe writes a goth southern preacher character would be cool for black stable um yeah they already did uh, yeah you ever uh, worked real well for deacon batista um we got tony you remember i remember deacon batista but like we're just two different things they should bring back uh Reverend Devon. I liked Reverend Devon. Yeah, Reverend Devon was pretty dope. Uh, Tony writes, Vincent would be awesome with the House <laughs> of Black. Sure. Yeah, let's just do that. Yeah, that's a great idea, Tony. I feel like our, our diehard LLW fans are becoming the trolls that troll us. <laughs> I loved the fact, and I was telling John this the other day, um, when Vincent got revealed, like when they took off the mask, uh, someone yelled something at him in the crowd and he immediately lunged after that person and needed to be restrained and taken to the back. Love it. Yeah. Great the, appearance. by. That Virgil. was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Stupidest thing. I'm so upset with that. But wait, uh, John Buseman, big what on the cards, Pip? Uh, yeah, that was dumb. The cards was stupid. Uh, Joe writes, please stop with the damn cue cards. Everyone in the LOW universe Nobody is against them. Cards. <laughs> uh, this is not 2014 rom-com. John writes, give the cards to someone else for a few weeks. Do something else. Oh, uh, because uh, Sammy is a selfish little shit that doesn't want to share. Uh, you could tell by how he treats his opponents in matches and doesn't give. Well, it's also funny that he doesn't want to share when he's literally stealing everyone's moves and gimmicks all the time. <laughs> Come at us. We're I'm just saying, you. don't do the double jump on the rope thing. Don't do that. That's Dante Martins. That's his finish. You're taking away his finish. GTH? <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. That I'm a get little more okay here. with because Punk was gone for a long time. But now that he's back, get out of here. Call it something else. Yeah. Well, we gotta, we got to move on because we have to call something else. We have to call this. Uh, Tony Shivani in the ring with Britt Baker. With Britt Baker in the ring. Which, uh, in the, the, to d- discuss the most decorated woman's wrestler in the world. 
according to PWI. Uh, like, and so they, they, she had only PWI references at the table, just a bit, like three PWI awards, I think match of the year, woman of the year, and I think most improved. Most improved, yeah. Uh, and then two uh, PWI covers, which makes her the most glorious wrestler <laughs> in all of life. Uh, and she talks about it. She uh, makes fun. She comes out in Steelers colors, which gets some reaction. And then she just puts down Ohio a bunch and talks about uh, what's his name? Something Baker? Baker, Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. Baker Mayfield makes a bunch of Baker Mayfield comments. Honestly, a little too many because it kind of got a little boring. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, just a good good reminder that she's the best, that she's the top, and maybe we should start thinking of her as a, a, a superstar rather than a valet for Adam Cole or or a side. A, 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 like a piece of the elite puzzle, which doesn't need any more pieces. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Right? Uh, yeah, 100%. I think can I get an is, amen? You can get an amen on that one. That's I'm for t- sure. Dub to Reverend Devon. Oh, no, he's got to really testify good. like a testify. Idiot. Testify. Um, then we um, get, um, I think this was great. Yeah. I think this was fantastic. I think what we needed to do was hit a hard reset on Brit. And that's what this was essentially. Like, we need to say, like, Brit's still your champion. Brit's still the best. We lost our way there for a little bit because no one really cared about that Riho match, even though it was a good match. No one really cared about that. She hasn't had any heat with anyone for a while. She just did this thing with Adam Cole. It's time to hit the start button all over again and bring out Thunder Rosa and let's let's go full tilt until she loses the title. Wanna what? I, the, the AW doesn't seem to care. Wanna what they should just do? Give her Deeb. Let Deeb go in there. If they don't care about this stuff, they don't want, they don't mind heels versus heels or faces versus faces. Let Deeb go in there and teach the doc, uh, the doctor lesson. The doctor versus the professor. Love it. Love it. Maybe we can make that happen. Um, then we got S saying, how hard did you pop Nick for Nick Gage red all freaking day? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, uh, I definitely popped like his hemorrhoid in the ring when he fell down. <laughs> Uh, that's gross. I'm sorry. Uh, you what? just, I don't know. I was trying to make a, like a, like he's not, Brutal. he's moving like he had hemorrhoids yeah. in his butt. <laughs> he definitely was. walks around like he has hemorrhoids <laughs> in his butt, uh, because he definitely looks uncomfortable all the time. Yeah. Uh, I've already yeah. told everyone that he looks like a bloated Tully Blanchard flopping around the ring. Um, he's, he's, he, honestly, I know everyone loves Nick Gage. Uh, and, and one great of the was he was a different, yeah, great story and different wrestler two years ago. Uh, different than he is now because now he's slowed down tremendously. And honestly, I don't even think he's got, I think he's very forgetful in the ring. Like, I, I just think he's constantly trying to remember things. Uh, he looks confused. He looks confused out there. Um, yeah, so yeah, I pop big time. Uh, great, great point. Um, Tony writes, no matter what Sammy wins, he's with Tay Conte. Um, she's going to figure it out sooner or later. So. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Joe writes, yeah, left that girlfriend he proposed to in the ring, huh? Classy. <laughs> the trash bag. Uh, Joe writes, uh, we all wish we were Adam Cole arm candy, baby. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's baby, Joe. Come on. Uh, but yeah, do you even care about Brit anymore? Really sad. No, I think it, it, we're, we can't. It's not that we don't care about her. It's just that they didn't care about her for a couple weeks. We got to get the ball rolling again. We got to get the ball rolling. We're not too far. Uh, really sad, really sad, really sad. Um, and, uh, yeah, but, uh, saved, uh, she's talked about her saving the division. Um, uh, but we have a lot of hope. We have a lot of hope, right, Rory? Yeah. A hundred percent. You just get her in the ring with the right opponent and I'm, uh, I'm there. One hundred percent. Let's not give up hope. Uh, moving on, moving on. We got FTR, uh, uh, versus Arn's children promo. It was very short, very short. Um, so. Whatever yeah. they're finally gonna have this match that they talked about two. Oh, weeks that's ago. the other match that's happening on Rampage. There's yeah, nobody yeah, cared the about it two weeks ago, and now they're <laughs> just being like, "Remember, you should have cared about this." And we're gonna care. Um, do you see anything uh, big with that match? Do you see uh, Brock Anderson really pulling out the big W? <laughs> no, I don't. But I do like when Dax goes, "See ya in the ring, Dad." <laughs> yeah, I love that. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. that's great. Honestly, like that's I want FTR to feud with Cody next. Because yeah. they're just like, you're not his kid. We are. Yeah. Um, John Buseman, it seemed like the crowd cared more about football than the promo during the large chunk of it. Good point. I, I do I agree with that because honestly, if they if she saved that, like, I'm the best baker uh, that you've ever seen or something like that for the end, 
that would have hit real hard. But they she laid like she came out with the Steelers stuff. Everyone gets it. You hate the uh, the Browns. Uh, yeah, the Browns. Yeah, pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, what were we saying? That's good. Uh, I just think I, I think that one. I think John's hundred percent right, but I also think they didn't care mostly because she wasn't really saying anything. She was just getting her heat back and like refocusing and telling the audience at home that like she's still the women's champion and that something's going to be happening soon. She did seem a little nervous out there. Almost seemed like she was like like trying to remember what she was going to say. Well, it's been did you a notice while. that at parts? Yeah, I think I think there was truth to the fact that she was like, it's been a while since I've been on the mic. You know, it's her calming herself down. And the mentions of CM Punk and MJF were right. really good. Because right, the thing right. is, that, yeah, but either way, either way, we're glad she's uh, back on top of the world. She did take care of business. Then we get Vicky coming out. Hmm. Excuse me. <laughs> Honestly, that excuse me shit is so over. That, that It's so over. And I just wish it was better utilized. Uh, I just wish it like this is this is fine. Nyla comes out. Nyla's not a talker. This shouldn't have been Nyla talk. I thought she was good. Okay. I thought she was good here because she only said a couple of things. She needs to be focused. Like, don't go into the ring and cut a long promo, but like say a couple of things with Vicky at your back and you're good. She did. I just wish Vicky was the one saying it. Sure. I just want Vicky to be saying it. I want Vicky to say everything. I want Vicky to do that scream she does in people's ears to kind of like disorient them. Like that's a superpower. I like that's how she wins that she helps helps win. She doesn't pull the leg, she doesn't use a yeah. chair. Then when they're in the corner, she's like, ah, and then like, like ah, here, and then you get a blood packet in there and just oh, yeah. tripping down. You know, that's Boom. yeah, that's some shit. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh yeah, she wants uh she wants uh, Ruby Soho. Nyla wants Ruby Soho. Right. Um and that's fine. I honestly I'm a little upset because I'd rather it going to uh the the professor. Uh, I want the professor. The to- problem here, yeah, I completely agree with you. We're- Give me Deeb 24 hours a day, seven days a week, but Deeb's a heel. Ruby Soho is like the only baby face in the women's division. Yeah. Ruby Soho and Julia Hart. So, and Statlander. And Stat, who's going to fight Layla Hirsch, who just turned wanna heel. You give, wanna you give Deeb? Who she would fuck up? Who that. she would literally fuck up? <laughs> Riho. <laughs> give her Riho and have her break every one of her doll bones. <laughs> They've actually fought before and they had a really good match. I can imagine she could throw her around real good. Yeah. Uh, Vicky for TBS champ. Book it, TK. <laughs> now you're on to something. Now you're on to something. Now we're cooking. Um, and now we've got the main event of the evening, uh, which isn't really the highlight of the night, except for something in it. So we get the highlight. This is a lights out match. So when they turn off the lights... And they turn them back on. AEW's not responsible for this. AEW's not responsible for this. Uh, so then we get or, uh, Adam Cole versus Orange Cassidy. Adam Cole versus Orange Cassidy in a lights out match. Uh, Orange Cassidy is very serious this time. Yeah, very serious it. during this match. And uh, they, they're battling. They're going back and forth. Excited for this so far. And then this wacky turn happens so early in the match. Five minutes in, Adam Cole goes underneath the ring. To grab a chair, and who is attached to that chair? Literally attached to it, where he yanks it out and he slides out with it. It's Danhausen. Danhausen's there. He gets up, gives the finger point and a look, and then he just walks away. And I don't know if that's the best cameo or the worst cameo. Cause, yeah, tell me. You know, he signed. He signed. No, he signed with A and W. No, no, no. Tony Khan tweeted during the main event the picture of he's all elite with Danhausen being all elite. I don't now I'm upset. Okay, go, go. Tell me why. Because if this was a one-off cameo, yeah. Perfect. That yeah. was actually I was just like that's kind of funny. I wish it was safe for the end of the match, but like it was honestly a, a, a fun cool way to just have this lights out match where anything yeah. can happen, wacky stuff. Arch Cassidy's involved like it Things are going to be weird. What? They should have had this exact same moment. If it was built up for maybe a, a couple weeks, just two weeks, TK. All I'm asking is two weeks where Adam Cole, nothing seems to be going right for him. Like he's going to match and he's asking for the elite to come out and they're trapped backstage because they accidentally locked the door from the inside yeah. <laughs> or, or something happened where the lights go out in his match and then he's confused and then someone gets a sneaky roll up. And then he's just like, I don't know why I'm going to fight this bad luck. This bad luck keeps happening to me and it's not going to happen anymore. And then towards the end of this match, he pulls out the chair and it's Dan Housen because he was going to do something again. And Dan Housen is AEW's bad luck. Oh, that's cool. 
And That's that it. is it. That is what his thing could be. And they fucked it up because now it's nothing. It's nothing because it happened in the beginning of the match. So by the end of the match, everything, all this other shit happened and it didn't matter. He really didn't do anything. So all, all he is is a, a an a Elias character that just kind of wanders <laughs> around. Right? I, I guess so. I just, I just, I, what do you do with Danhausen? You know, like what do you do with him? Like you had an idea, like I, I don't know what it was. You had this idea where like AEW has like a network or something, like, and he hosts a show. He's a good host. He's a good manager. He's a good interviewer. Like, is he a good wrestler? I mean, he is. I'm sure he's a fine wrestler. I haven't really seen a lot of his matches. I've seen a lot of his content. He's a good wrestler. He's a he's a very fun wrestler. Very animated, character driven wrestler. Do you uh, see him fitting in AEW though? Yeah, I could, I, I could see him fitting into a lot of places, but like it ha- has to take something like that, like a reason for you to be there. Right. Like right, you just right. showing up is not, <sighs> I hate to bring him up. I hate to bring up his name uh, and I'm not going to even say his name. I'm not going to say his name. He has a, we call him John, uh, we call him James. We're going to call him James. And what? James mentioned, James mentioned on his initial podcast, e? uh, 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 what? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Keep going. On, uh, on James drive through. <laughs> Uh, and he, he talked about, uh, that with, uh, Jay Lethal. They had this, they, they, you they, talk, they yeah. made food when they weren't hungry. You know, they, they just, they brought something out and just because you have it, just because he's available that day and you just, why not wait a little bit to have an idea of how he should come in? Why not make it special? Maybe they do. Let's wait and see. I mean, let's wait and see. I mean, but if he's like another member of best friends, I'm going to be a little annoyed by that. We, uh, yeah, I bet you. I freaking bet you. <laughs> uh, John Buseman writes, we told anything could happen when the lights go outhausen. <laughs> outhausen is pretty fun. John, uh, Joe writes, stupid lights out rules. Danhausen. John Buseman writes, it couldn't uh, count as a debut if it's unsanctioned. That's actually a really good point. That's really uh, funny. That's a really good point. Joe writes, uh, very nice, very evil. I don't care how he's booked, just that he's there, here, and gets screen time. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see what this looks like. You say uh, that yeah, now. Uns- uh, unsanctioned ma- uh, matches don't exist. Uh, exist. Give Down has a talk show segment. And one of the things is, this could be a good talk show segment for, this is a, honestly, he makes a lot of sense for Dark. Uh, yeah. yeah, just give him a talk show segment on dark. It's so overloaded with matches. Have it broken up with a 10 minute talk show. Segment. Well, remember the dentist office that they did on dark, for the, a waiting while? Room, the, be- the waiting room, the one of the best talk show segments by any wrestler ever is the waiting room. Everyone should go back and look. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly, All they right. suck. They yeah, sure, always terrible. suck. They're terrible, that yeah. was good. That was yeah. funny. And Reba of rebel. Was so funny. I also <laughs> <laughs> she just laughed like yeah. that. Whatever, right. whatever she said. Yeah. Oh, so I love talking segments that don't take place in the ring. Like build a set, like they did in the waiting room. They have it take like the barber shop, the pit, oh, like the pit. all that stuff. Yeah. The snake pit too, like Jake's one that he did for a while. A hundred percent. Those are 100%. all great. Yeah, give Dan no Housen like no the spooky cave from hell. Go in the ring. Yeah, I'm over in the ring. Uh, uh, Tony writes, Dan House and TV coming to AW? Probably. Uh, has to. Uh, John Buseman, I love this match. OC showed up with the fight, but he did this, uh, did his way, made me happy. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I know, I, I thought this was a good match. I don't want to take away from the match. I just think that the order of, uh, run-ins was weird. Why the yeah. best friends came after Danhausen? Why Danhausen wasn't the last one? To yep. confuse things and help yep. Orange Cassidy get the win. I think Dan House, like, uh, like being pulled out and distract, like, but that was a perfect way to bring him out, though. Yeah. But, uh, well, I also, uh, right person won. Orange Cassidy winning this match makes a lot of sense because it doesn't count against Adam Cole's record. So Orange Cassidy might as well win. Yeah. 100%. So it's like he wins the feud, but Adam Cole loses nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I, I, but I know James is not going to be happy about this. Uh, as I love seeing him, it was so bizarre. Him just showing up, uh, totally appropriate. It was so Danhausen. Yes. I, I wonder what the thing is. I guess I'm not, if this is his character, is that he's just kind of, he's just in the raw, he's just yeah. kind of in the way. And actually, that's kind of funny. That if is he's really, just like showing up in very special moments where he's just like, he's trying to be like this mischievous little Loki character, this mischief god, but then like, it's kind of like never really works. I think that's kind of fun too. <laughs> yeah. uh, Joe writes, I'd watch Darkhausen. 
That's what they should call it. Yeah. <laughs> he should really have good. like a special called Dark House. That's yeah. actually really good. Uh, John Buson, Rebel is funny as hell. You're damn right she is. Yeah, absolutely. Like, Underrated. Know, as they, long as she doesn't wrestle, she's fantastic. Yeah, never wrestle again. As uh, we all expected Gargano and got a Swervehausen. Um, <laughs> was anyone expecting Gargano? Everyone was. Yes. Really? He's from Cleveland. Mm. Yeah, actually, he looks it. <laughs> he definitely, <laughs> he definitely sounds. You know, it. And I, I was actually preparing. I was so ready for Gag- uh, for Gargano that I was preparing what wow. I was going to say about. <laughs> I was preparing what I was going to say about him on this show, which was going to be. Hey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hope that caught on uh, the wire and everything. I think we did it at the same time. It was very, very. Eh. Uh, that's what Johnny Gargano is. He's Miss uh, Johnny. He's an incredible <laughs> performer, but like I don't care. You've got a thousand people just like it. Yeah, and he Give looks me... exactly like Dan Housen without the makeup. No, thank you. <laughs> I think at this point, I was thinking about this earlier. Dan Housen's the exception. I'm excited to see what they do with him. I'm nervous about it, but like at this point, unless you're like the Briscoes, Keith Lee, or Shane Strickland, you shouldn't really be signing any other male talent right now. I don't need Johnny Gargano. It's I just agree. not need it. Just I agree. Need it. And as, uh, Dan Housen is the exception because of how special he is. Yeah, um, everyone, all of those people, like the Briscoes, Dan Housen, Swerve, mm-hmm. Keith Lee, they all bring something very special and unique. Gargano is like a guy who's like around six foot and really, really good at wrestling and doesn't have a lot beyond that. Has a real MLW smell to it. Maybe it's gone bad. Um, <laughs> we have... <laughs> He's better than that. Uh, uh, then uh, towards the end of the match, we get a low blow, and he's got a cup in there. Did someone just steal the gimmick from GCW this past weekend? There were tacks on the cup too. But like that was literally just happened this weekend. Yeah, but that's not new. The cup thing isn't new. People have been doing that for years. It's just a little close together. It is a little close together. I agree. And uh, then uh, the end of the match, they climbed the trusses. Uh, I didn't know that was what they were called, but that's what uh, Excalibur said. And one with the hug and fall, which I like the idea of, took too long. And he was giving a weak hug, so it looked like Adam Cole was an idiot for not breaking out of it. He was giving the most bullshit hug, and he was just like, and Adam Cole's just like, ah, ah. I can't, <laughs> very weird. Very weird. Uh, yeah, I thought it was weird. I thought it was weird. I, I mean, it was good. Don't get me wrong. It was good. The spot looked good. Sometimes those going through the stage spots don't look good. That one did. And, um, yeah, I think it's weird because like the way he did it, they kind of just landed side by side. So like, I don't know. I don't know. The, the, the move itself is a little strange, but yeah. hey, uh, you got to give the people what they want. Yeah, I, would, I just wish it was just a little bit more oomph to it or faster. Uh, Joe writes, Gargano all day and night. How about just night? Turn the lights out when you're done. Joe writes, maybe it was Gargano and Dar- Dan Housen makeup. What a twist, Housen. Uh, that would, uh, I don't know what to do with it. Uh, Tony, that fall looked nasty. Yes. The fall looked cool. The yeah. fall looked cool. I just wish it was a little fast, like just a little bit, you know, like the hug, the, the moment where he goes for the hug, crowd popped. Adam Cole looks up and just like, what? And then fall. It, yeah. he, they just kind of hung out there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it just didn't seem to be uh, good. Wow. So I guess then next week, main event, CM Punk MJF. Yeah, CM Punk and MJF. We're excited for that. We've yeah. also got Dante versus Powerhouse 3. Sure. And we've got Ruby versus Nyla, which should be okay. I thought their first match was pretty good at times. There is some good stuff in that match. Uh, and then that's all that's been announced so far. I think. Um, well, I think. we're excited for those matches. Those all sound good. Uh, Maya Fokina uh, put Vor Red. Uh, I feel that's like that's, I, is that me? Uh, I, it's interesting. <laughs> Maybe they're trying to say um, Vor Red, like go to this link. It's for Don't you. go to that link. That's not for me. That's actually a good point. Do not go there. It's not for me. What is for me is if you like the smash button. Like that smash button. Crumble it up in your fingers. Put it underneath your toes, like hit it with everything you got and go on different accounts and do it the same thing. We need it. Uh, and I see, I see you all there not doing it. Um, thank you all so much for watching. This was a fun time. I think we had a lot of fun on a I lot of different time. levels. Uh, we're standing today. What the hell's yeah. happening? <laughs> My camera just moves. <laughs> <laughs> These wacky Logitech cameras we just got. We were really moving up in the world. Yeah. And I'm turning real red. Um, uh, thank you all so much for watching. I'm just going to show everyone my setup just so they could all say, look at that. I'm jealous. Shit. Look at that. What was that? That's all these. Hey, look at Tam. <laughs> oh, that's Tam. <laughs> Tam is still incognito. Don't steal my IP. 
my IP address. Um, thank you all so much for watching. If anyone knows about NFTs, please reach out to me. I'm interested. Um, uh, Talk to Chris Warner. Is, is he doing it? He's the king of the NFTs. Oh, I got so much art with two, two cute brothers. <laughs> oh, you want to make cool. NFTs? You don't want to yeah. buy them. You yeah. want to make I don't them. Want them. I just want to uh, 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 quit my job. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Talk to Chris Warner about it. Uh, thank he you tried also. to explain the metaverse to me, and I was completely lost. Oh, jeez. I, I was uh, like, I own a VHS camera. <laughs> that was my uh, reaction. Smash housing that like button. Thank you so much, Joe. Smash housing that uh, smash button. Um, thank you all so much. This smash is Loser housing. Lee's Wrestling. Please follow us on all the things. Yeah. Twitter. We'll be back on Saturday, 2 p.m. Uh, Central, 3 p.m. Eastern. 3 p.m. Eastern and 12, 12 p.m. Pacific. Uh, we. I was at a different location last time. I was uh, out abroad. Maybe I'll do it again. <laughs> uh, maybe i'll do it again maybe yeah, i'll be in a different library this time uh maybe i'll be in the library who knows who knows where i'll show up now that i have the technology um thank you all so much for watching this has been a, an absolute joy um we got some things uh nfts are mostly trash uh yeah for those who don't want money they're not making money of them yeah they're trash uh redley 697 says wait uh <laughs> Don't, let's not talk about it. Let's not talk about it. Uh, we can't talk about it right now. Uh, thank you all so much for watching. Thank you all so much for watching. Uh, have a great time. Just join us back next week. I just got on. Bye. I hope everybody's cool. Bye. Good seeing you. Bye-bye. See you Saturday. Four. Three. Olay. Olay. Olay 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 Olay